sometimes that is better. What's up, everyone? It is Nate with Give Me Back My Horror Movies, the podcast. Welcome, as always. And with me, like usual, it's Charlie. What's going on, brother? I got a little bit of brain fog. It's been one hell of a week, man. It has. And and to the right of you is not Pete. Pete didn't make it. No Pete today. I don't. No Pete. I thought he was free. I was wrong. Pete's never free. Pete is all. He just wanted to torture me. Pete's always expensive. He is. The people don't realize how much we pay for him to come on the show. I don't. You know what we could do? What's that? With the intro music. What, what are we going to do with the intro music? We do the intro music, and then we have me watch Arachnophobia as it's playing, and just all my screaming. I swear, if we could hear the trembling in your voice as you were typing in the group chat that night, it would. That was more entertaining. And then I love how Pete. Starts looking up articles about how many spiders yeah. you swallow in the middle of the night. Or how many spiders go up your butthole. That, I was not expecting that article. I wasn't expecting spider butthole, but boy. And then he dips out on me. He dips out. Charlie throws <laughs> silverfish into it's the fray. It's my birthday pick, and he doesn't show up to my birthday party. That's right. So this is Nate's horror birthday pick for this month. He's already done yes. Ongbok for the action. And we... He gets to pick the. Let me let me let me reiterate this. He picked his birthday movie. It was not thrust upon him, and he picks a movie that yeah. is literally a phobia he has. This was not a sadistic. You know, you guys were thrusting this <laughs> on me. It was me going. I want to conquer this fear. I haven't seen this movie since I was a child. It has done damage to me. <laughs> it has messed up my worldview. Nah, it, I still, it's really messed up my worldview. <laughs> Even as an adult and knowing that this is billed as a horror comedy, yeah. there were so many times of me going, oh, God, no. <laughs> and just scream, ah, it's going to be a hard episode to get through. <laughs> you know, so it's not what you're saying is it wasn't as cathartic as you were hoping it was going to be. You know? No, this was not healing. This is yeah. this was not. No, I, there's trauma here <laughs> that is still left packed in. Well, I think uh, before we do not face your fears, children, <laughs> it's not worth it. I think before we let you unpack all of this trauma that I'm sure we're getting ready to do that you've been carrying your whole life. Let, you're going to get a lot. We're going to get it's a lot. It's not going to be Spire related by the end. That's it, man. Uh, I think let's play the trailer then. Let's let's get this. Let's do let's that. Let's get this creepy crawly part of the show. I didn't even watch the trailer because I was done with spiders. <laughs> Here we go. The Jennings family has just moved oh, to no, the small say, town of Connacht. Pleasant music. Oh, Listen to how happy it air. sounds. The trailer full of oh, lies. God. In search of a simpler life. Wanna blow up a bullfrog? Okay. It's the perfect yeah. place. If I crime, this is crime, not a except family for one comedy. pesty little this problem. This isn't anything fun for the family. The web. the web? I have a terrible fear of spiders. F you, Spielberg. Come on, we live in the country now. It's time to work through this irrational, paralyzing terror. It's not irrational. Ah! 
Hollywood Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present Jeff Daniels. Honey, we're in the living room. We need you to kill a spider. And John Goodman. Bill McClintock, infestation management. Ooh, my guy's just a spider. Would anybody object if I tore this floor out? I would. False alarm, then leave on. There's no spider here. Every so often, in a little town somewhere, there is a health scare. There's a rumor going around that some kind of spider might have killed Sam Metcalf. Doubtful. Spiders make convenient culprits. There's no spider here. I think one of your Venezuelan spiders hitched a ride here. There may be some spiders around here that are very dangerous. Dad, chill out. Just run. Oh! They spread out from a central nest in a web-like pattern and dominate the entire area. <laughs> when that happens, this town is dead. Better uncork my private stock. <laughs> Hollywood Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present Arachnophobia, Eight Legs, Two Fangs, and an Attitude. Perk up, Lloyd. If we find the spider that did this, you can arrest him. Arachnophobia, a thrillomedy. Oh, so Mr. Trailer Guy's just making up words now. And also the trailer's just all happy-go-lucky music. And it's a good time for the family. I love shenanigans. I love the fact that it's the Disney trailer voice guy too from all of the Disney uh vi- the movies that came out in the like late 80s early 90s because yeah unbeknownst to some people this is a Disney movie. It is. It was one of their first uh I don't know if a different studio yeah. name or whatever. Yeah. One of their first like adult-oriented movies. It, it was a it was a different movie studio because you know it really would have pissed some people off if it had the the freaking yeah. castle and Tinkerbell coming across the top of it right before arachnophobia. It had the castle, <laughs> and then what was it Big Bob? Is that the name of the spider? That's what they call yeah, him on Big set. Big Bob. Um, he's actually a Disney prince. <laughs> I think what you know. Remember how Tinkerbell would like do the wand at the top of the castle, and all the like uh, star sparkles would drop. Do yeah. that, but as the star sparkles drop, they're spider legs, and Big Bob comes running at you from the screen. You could do that. <laughs> you could also have the Pixar where the lamp jumps, but instead it's Bob, and he's the one that squishes the eye. Yeah, we should get an animated movie of spiders. I'd be down for that. We got ants, and then we got a Bug's Life, so it's kind of close. I just want we did. I want this live action or you know CGI, you know live action kind of thing. I think that's just eight legged freaks. <laughs> kind of is, yeah. David Arquette is a cartoon character. He very much is. Of course, then again, I'd probably just watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> only good bugs a dead bug. I was just about to say it. <laughs> ah, nope, that's my line. That's my line. Oh man, I I I played that trailer getting ready to record it, and I was just like. Holy crap, this sounds like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or any of those. Sounds like a lovely summertime. The, the one, I'm pretty sure one of the Beetlejuice trailers had that real fun, kitschy kind of vibe oh, yeah, to most it. Definitely. You know, and yeah. then this one, it's like, ha suckers, now that we got you in the theater, you're watching a horror movie. <laughs> Prepare to be terrified. You thought this was PG-13? Huh? It, yeah? Guess what? It, it is. <laughs> it is, but... <laughs> You're going to wish it was R. <laughs> Terrifying sequences. Therefore, PG-13. I don't know, man. Well, let's... Uh, adult uh, themes. Uh, very adult themes. Let's uh, let's read the back of that iconic arachnophobia VHS cover. 
Yeah, I mean the front of the cover was always iconic, which is the full moon. Yeah. In a terrifying name. Uh huh. So why not? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm gonna pick this up as a kid and read the back of it. Of course I would do that. Well, here you go, Bubba. Here's your here's your music. Hollywood Pictures and Amberlin Entertainment deliver the year's most electrifying big screen roller coaster ride of a movie. Everyone is afraid of something. For Dr. Ross Jennings, his phobia is downright embarrassing. But when he moves his family to a small town, the one thing that bugs him the most is now harming townspeople at an alarming rate. For this unlikely hero overcoming a childhood fear of spiders might just save the community, but it may already be too late. Directed by Frank Marshall and also starring John Goodman, this critically acclaimed, breathtaking hit entertains with its terrific mix of thrills, chills, and laughter. Yeah, yeah, pretty accurate. Screw you, Frank Marshall. Screw you, Steven Spielberg. Screw you, Disney. Oh, man. This is... uh, It it is a traumatic movie, man. I think before I let you unpack all of the luggage you've got stacked up behind you... I wasn't hug enough as a kid. Apparently not. (laughs) Uh, I'll go ahead and give you my history with this movie because I was never sure if we were going to cover this. And I don't know if I've ever talked about it before on here, but the the very first time I watched this was it played on television. So I, I never rented it. I never did anything. It was uh, the first time that it aired on TV. So we had two TVs in the house and one was in the living room. One was in mom and dad's room. And sometimes good grades and stuff like that. Dad would let me use the bedroom television in my room, play Nintendo but this time i convinced them it was a saturday night i wanted to watch arachnophobia i saw that it was coming on mom wanted nothing to do with it whatsoever so i had to watch it by myself in my room on the other tv and dad's like that's fine let him watch it get stay up you know it started at eight so it was going to be on for a little bit i watched this movie loving every bit of it even though it's cut for commercials and stuff like that it's still pretty freaky I get done watching it. I go into the living room and I'm standing in the middle of the room and I'm like 13 or 14. I'm not that old. And I'm talking to mom and dad, telling them about this movie. We have a light fixture that hung in the middle of the living room that I had just walked past that was on a pull chain and it had a tiny little ball at the end of it that hung down and out of the corner of my eye, I swore to God, a spider was dropping from the ceiling. (laughs) I knocked that string so hard that it turned the light off and I cracked the globe. And I didn't get in trouble because my dad and my mom were laughing their asses. (laughs) Going, you're the one that wanted to watch the spider movie. That's on you. We told you so. It was the ultimate like. Man, I gave my parents the perfect own for me was don't watch arachnophobia. No, I can handle it. It'll be fine. I'm good. Don't. Don't do it. We'll let you, but don't do it. Uh, Yeah, I broke the light fixture because I thought a spider was attacking my head. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So that's damn spiders. That's everywhere. That's my trauma, and I probably haven't watched this movie for probably a good, I don't know, five or six years. I know Jackie and I have watched it before. More recent than I. Yeah. I, well, it's a fun movie, honestly. Whenever you're older and you can, you know, and once you understand what the movie is, it's a blast. It literally is a comedy with horror elements. Um, yeah, and it's not uh, not slapstick <laughs> comedy either. They play no, this. It's, well. it's human comedy. Yes. It, it's your everyday kind of funny. Yeah. So Nate, I'm going to let you unpack at least one bag right now. So what kind what kind of luggage you carrying with you tonight? So I don't remember when I watched this movie. I know I watched it at my Nana's. It had John Goodman. I loved Roseanne as a kid. Oh, yeah, we watched it. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's the 90s. I was in elementary school. Uh, so most likely we were learning about spiders, and I remember that really messing me up. I did not like spiders after that, like, lesson. <laughs> I like I don't remember what grade, but I remember a lesson, and Black Widows were terrifying. Oh, yeah. Horrifying. Then you give me this movie with a giant-ass spider. It's not going to go well. Yeah. So for my birthday, I wanted to conquer this fear and finally embrace this movie because I have not seen it in over 20 years. Guaranteed. Right. I've never attempted to revisit it again. Did not want to. I, I'm so upset. It's such a great movie. I can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you would, you, like, you would think it's. I had so many moments of terror and fear when watching this, but it's so good. And I was just like, why must this phobia be so bad for me? Because I am missing out on a really great movie to show at least once a year. That is really funny. Yeah. Has such great suspense. Mm -hmm. it, everything works so well. The pacing of it, how fast it all goes, even though it's almost a two-hour long movie. Oh, yeah. John Goodman is phenomenal in this. Favorite character. Completely. Absolutely amazing. Because, like, he's not telling jokes. It's just, like... The delivery of his lines and how serious he is at playing such a weird character. Mm -hmm. No, it, it it's, he he adds something to a movie instead of like looking at someone and go, ah, they just threw him in for com comedic relief. No, this character. Well, he's a big guy. He'll just be funny because yeah. he's big. Like, no, 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 no. Delbert is. I want like an entire prequel of Delbert right before this. Like, I. Right? Yeah. That's all I could keep thinking. I was like, how did we not get a Delbert sequel to this or something? What made him get his own blend? What made him de yeah. develop his own blend of poison? <laughs> and also because I have not seen this in so long, I remember not a basement, but a crawl space. That's how my memory mm. had shaped it. And I thought he died in the movie. I thought John Goodman did not make it. You know, I remember the first time... I had watched it over a long period of time. I remember the first time I watched it, but probably it had been a while till I revisited again with Jackie. And I had that same thought. I thought John Goodman had died in it. Yeah, I thought he got killed in the crawl space and like was getting attacked and couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. And then that's how he went out. So then that led me to a horrible Google search of spider movie where person dies in crawl space. Why would you do that to yourself, Nate? 
Oh, I don't know, but I saw way more pictures of spiders than I needed to. Yeah, because you're not going like you know movies. They're going to show you real articles about when. And like I couldn't that find the movie, so now I need our audience help. Is there a movie where a man gets bit in a crawl space by a spider and dies? I'm sure it's out there. So we will have. Well, I need to know the name of the movie. We'll have everyone. our listeners email us at gmbmampod at gmail dot com if they have the answer to that, or jump in the group. But Nate loves emails. But, yeah, (laughs) this movie, A, watching it again the other night, completely holds up. It's it's everything I remember. It has it has a tone to it. I was I was doing research and I guess when it was written, it was a very ABCD action movie or not action movie. You see where my brain's at horror movie. I see where you're at. It's it was line line horror line line horror and even like jeff daniels is like i I don't want to do that kind of horror movie so they went more alfred hitchcock the birds and you you get that feel in this movie i can totally see that and they also wanted to add levels of comedy that wasn't like slapsticky three stooges comedy or i told a joke there should be a laugh track here it was subtle, and the delivery was fantastic from everyone, from Jeff Daniels to John Goodman, the sheriff, everyone. The sheriff, the the old-timey the old, local doctor. The old doctor, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's like one of those weird things where you needed a villain because you already knew you were supposed to not like the spider, but you needed that human villain that you kind of wanted to see get it at the end, but this movie still just kind of makes you feel bad that he dies. You know, you're still like, oh, yeah, ah, no, because these are everyone we grew up with because we came from a small oh, town. This is this is my hometown. Just this. About. Yeah. yeah, this is the small town vibe yeah. completely. And I live in the woods and, <laughs> and there's spiders yeah. everywhere. We we have black <laughs> widows here. We really do. Oh, I know you have them in the south. I remember one time when my uncle paid me to move a bunch of rocks from one part to another part. I don't know why I had to move those rocks thinking back on it, but I was 15 and wanted to make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. I'll move those rocks, and I uncover one rock, and there's a black widow. And then I went, I don't like Tennessee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I caught one in a bottle once and had it for a little while. But, yeah, it, honestly, if we move anything out here, like I've got wood piles and stuff, we wear gloves just, just to be safe. I mean, we also have snakes, but, you know, spiders are foremost. Snakes don't bother me as much as spiders. It's- too many legs, too many eyes. Let a snake sneak up on you and uh. not realize it's there. Not to mention some of ours are poisonous. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't like. run from garters. I run from copperheads and water moccasins <laughs> and timber rattlers and a lot of stuff that's around this area. But uh, spiders, as long I, like I do a lot of construction. I'm in crawl spaces. I'm in attics. It's just part of what you have to deal with. It doesn't mean I like them. But I've learned to deal with it. You know, I, I usually take something and knock down all the spider webs and I'm wary because we also have like brown recluse running around here a lot, you know, and. The, oh, yeah. The, Do not want to yeah, mess with those. the places I go is where they are. Um, yeah. But it was funny. Nate was losing his mind over all this stuff in the group chat. And my wife has been actively feeding two orb spiders that are on either side of our our door we use every day. You know, we, we park in the back, so the back door is the front door, but there is a <laughs> giant one side, The it's about the size of my thumb, 
the other one is a little bit smaller but she feeds them grasshoppers and everything and there's two big egg sacks behind both of them and i made sure to get those in the picture for nate and i was like these are, yeah, you did. These are, yep. these are right you next sure to did. my front door man it's all good all, all I know is everyone's always so sad for Charlotte's web. You know what? <laughs> I feel like Charlotte did something shady. Nate's cheering in the back <laughs> at the end of that movie. Yeah. Ah! Then all the babies pop out, and he's like, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk a little bit about the tone of this movie, and they, all, this is this is a horror movie. It's a PG-13 oh, horror movie. It is movie. definitely a horror movie that, that hits all of those, I'd say, 1950s monster movie yes. tropes. Yes, it you does, know? man. And even though it's 90s, it doesn't feel 90s. This is one of those movies that's a perfect example of feeling ageless. Yes. It's not like... And it's from 1990. Yeah, not quite like what we talked about where like brain scan is always going to be in the 90s and it's stuck there. This one, honestly is only missing cell phones. That's the only thing missing in this movie to update it to where you feel like it happened, you know, like it was done, well, er, you know, not as early. It's one of those things too, though, like uh, Pierce had talked about with your guys' interview on Monster Movie Stop Down. Mm. When he made Crabs, he didn't want cell phones in the movie, so take the movie and put it in a time where cell phones aren't there, but you're still not quite sure yeah. what time frame the movie takes place in. He He gives it, a a generalized time frame but doesn't completely date the movie and that was yeah. a smart move and honestly i'm sure arachnophobia is another influence for him on crabs i mean oh, it, it has it's to be right 100%. there especially with the comedy element on it but you know there's there's times in this movie that you f- you almost forget you're watching a horror movie you know that they bring oh but it quickly reminds <laughs> you when you have a spider crawling out of a man's nose oh god that that one's bad oh that that one's bad i still honestly it still breaks my heart when the old lady dies you know the one that and make does the party for him and everything because oh yeah you're just like no come on anyone but her but now now's when they're villainizing the the spiders the most and you see that honestly no one is off limits right A, a kid could get bit anyone can get bit and die and like a kid does die it's a teenager but still that one's also you know like i almost again i always thought it was the coach's son but it wasn't it was just one of the players just a random player yeah but it you know plays out so well bad luck just bad luck of the draw random people because of the vicinity they are and now go ahead go ahead let me ask you this, if you got this vibe from it as well. Okay. From the beginning, the first 15 minutes, mm-hmm. dead alive. Oh, when they're in the jungle, absolutely. I got an absolute dead alive vibe from this um, no one- just because of them being in the jungle, mm-hmm. and then they come across something that they should not come across, and it takes out one of them. It was like beat for beat, but that extended sequence they could have made that five minutes, but no, they really wanted to drive home the point of who the professor was, why they're there, uh, the significance of this spider is not being killed by the poison. Mm-hmm. It's an untouched species for who knows how long. Like, there's a lot of fantastic script writing right here to drive the last hour and a half of the movie, essentially. I, I, last hour and 
Yeah, I didn't time it, but I, when I was reading about it, they said we don't see Jeff Daniels for like 22 minutes of the movie. And honestly, I think yeah, I that's about right by the time we get done. But um, and I, I know Pete's not here, but there was a moment re-watching this movie where I went, oh, is that the guy from uh, Full Eclipse? And I went, no, it's the actual Warlock, not the Warlock from Warlock 3. It's Julian <laughs> Sands because the guy from Full Eclipse took over for Julian Sands in the Warlock movies um yep. at part three <laughs> but i love julian sands as well he just has this he honestly could have pulled off a villain in this movie but not really he could have not, he's just but he's the expert he's also the the voice of reason almost of like mm-hmm. spiders don't kill people so like you're being ridiculous you should not villainize spiders oh yeah he dismisses the whole thing completely but you know it's not like jaws where we saw the shark and you know it's like that should make you run this was more like really a spider because you know they're not thinking big bop they're thinking garden spider wolf spider something yeah, to just that your effect. typical yeah. spider that is probably hanging out in my front yard yeah, right now they, they reference the front door they reference black widow and i mean when we were kids Black Widows were just as bad as quicksand. They're everywhere. It oh, can always they were happen. everywhere. One bite, you're done Ed, for. There's no saving you. Done. You avoid Black Widows like the yeah. plague. Um, so they play up on that fear. They play up on the fact that how many people are actually experts of spiders. So it works really well. The other thing I love that they did in this movie is they easily could have gone the cheesy route and made the spider way too big, like comically big. They tried to size it to something that truly does exist in this world. There are spiders that size of Big Bob. Like there's oh, I've seen the pictures. Have you seen the the desert one? I don't want to bring it up, but it does exist. No, I got a real thing. I got a buddy that was stationed (laughs) in Afghanistan, and he would tell us about the little fights with the uh, scorpions and the desert spiders. They would take bets and they'd make them fight, and those things they'd hide them in each other's bunks. I don't think I would do well because I would let, you know, I would do an office pop or maybe a desert <laughs> pop and then the enemy would know our location. But Sarge, there was a spider and you're welcome. Right. I saved everyone in this platoon. I saved everyone in this platoon. All right. Maybe the sniper nest knows where we are, but even he would agree that if there was a snake or not a snake, a spider. Either or. <laughs> either or that sniper was watching snake spider oh god that's that sniper was watching you so close and he's like man i hope he really kills that spider because i'm gonna have to shoot it and they're gonna think i'm gonna start a war and he's like okay (laughs) that guy's cool and they radio him and they're like we heard a shot did you see where it came from no 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 don't know we i I think it was a, a backfire car backfire don't know where it came from you know how we are mufflers around here the sniper was like cool with you taking out a spider. I, mean, I love how, I love your <laughs> reference to the desk pop too. I love that. <laughs> Always gotta have at least one office. Everybody pop. does a desk pop, man. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the the this the beginning of it too also has while well, yeah, the dead alive, but a lot of it is also like Kong, you know, going off into oh, the yeah, wilderness. Definitely. The unknown bringing the unknown back. And again, you're sitting there going there really are people that do this. This is real. This is yeah. real life. Screw those people. This is terrible. How do they send? If you die over there, they 
ship you back in a box. Literally. Yeah, they got to get you back somehow. You know, and you're looking at it like, well, how how did no one see the spider? Well, there's a hole in the side. Well, why is there a hole in the side of the box? That's for the stick to go in so they can carry it. And you're there's no like thing where you're trying to stretch your imagination to believe it. You're really watching this movie going, wow, that could really happen. There could How many times do we see something come out of Florida? Those crazy assholes over there will breathe. Yeah, they're anything. always doing something, Florida man. Yeah, Florida man invented this creature. He's the one that got him to breed. You know, the- oh, it's because you know he got like them to breed with a little bit of bath salts and some meth. That's how it works. But you- that one's called methy. <laughs> methy. You know, but old Big Bob got down his little freaky deaky with the uh, spider, and we have to explain this. They used real spiders in this movie. I know, and they had to go through lengths to make sure that none of them get harmed, and they used a ton, and because they were used, they couldn't get shipped back to New Zealand or wherever they're from, which now, I don't know if I want to visit Hobbitland. Yeah, so the spider they used was harmless, but they picked it because it looked the most terrifying. And I was like, that's how you do it. Give me a harmless spider that'll scare the shit out of me. That's exactly what they did. And yeah, they had to go through a lot of things like uh, there's no point where anyone steps on a spider that it actually stepped on it. They had to protect it. Um, And they had new shipments of spiders every two weeks. If there was a scene that had a dead spider in it, it, they only used ones that had died from natural causes, obviously, in captivity. You know, they did what they could, but, you know, they're going to die eventually. And that's how they used it. But this movie... Big Bob is the only fake spider in this thing. And like, think about that. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's some. Fuck it it on has wall. to the movie yeah. though, because like, the practical effects are phenomenal. Love them in this movie. Love the practical. And the addition of using real spiders is super effective because they use something that looks deadly, but is not deadly. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember the name of it. Like they're a very harmless spider. But they look horrifying, yeah. and they're 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 sizable. They're still a sizable yeah, like spider. They're sizable, and even like uh, our first uh, death in the movie when they bring him back to the states, yeah. and you get to see because they want to do an open casket. You hear the yeah the morgue guy at the morgue talking to the family. The dude from uh, Total Recall is he? Yeah, he's the one nice. that um he's from Recall. When they try to stop Arnold Schwarzenegger and he goes, you're in the middle of a dream. If you take this pill, you'll wake up and everything will be fine. And he starts to sweat. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger shoots him in the head. That's that guy. That's the mortician (laughs) in this movie. So you get the reveal of the body and it's an amazing prosthetic of like this face all rotted and sunk in. And like you truly feel bad for this photographer because he's there just to to be a journalist he's an innocent victim like everyone is in this movie he photographs football games man he just picked up an assignment and went and he is and fully desiccated in that coffin i mean mummified from a small town if you have one person die everyone knows oh shit that's the guy you always saw at the local grocery mm-hmm. store oh yeah that guy I just saw him at the gas station like oh yeah no it's yeah again you don't expect it. The guy's complaining about a fever. They play it off that that's how he died, not the spider bite. You know, spiders don't kill people that often. He gets back. 
and you know it's a good introduction to you know jeff daniels character being the new doctor in town he's supposed to take over for the retiring doctor who then pulls the most dickhead move i'm not gonna retire sorry you moved down here and uh bought a house but now we're competition yep you you literally don't really like this guy but i will say his death you still are like man i that's just wrong. I, you should. And that's the great yeah. thing about the characters in this movie. Cause like he is uh, exercising in front of his wife yeah, and it's these two sweet old people in love, mm-hmm. just waiting to go to bed. And she's, you know, watching him exercise, watching TV. A l- a l- and he's like, I'm going to go get a shower. Yeah. And he goes to put on one of the shoes because this movie does an excellent job of showing that the spiders are always crawling. The spider perspective is amazing in this movie, period. It puts you on the level of the spiders. It's amazing. And there's so many fake outs. Yes. Where it's like, oh, you thought it was going to happen. It didn't yet because nope, nope, nope. There's actually another spider somewhere else. Like it does such a great job of psyching you out. Oh, when it runs up, when it runs up on that little girl's foot. And like misses her by like a centimeter, and oh. you're just because at this point there there's there's no there's no rules. Anyone no, can die. You just know point. if you get bit, you die. Yeah, and like so, anytime you see one of the spiders, you're like, this character might eat it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No one. No one's safe in your mind on this movie. And for PG thirteen, quite a few people die in this thing, man. Yeah, they do. And like with that old couple and that old doctor of him passing away, like. He gets bit and starts saying, I'm having a seizure. Call 911. And just the look in his wife's eyes of, like, knowing that she is losing a loved one. Yes. It's sad. No, it's... It is effective horror. It's... It, it draws you in. You have... And I think... Go ahead. Is that the little old lady from The Wedding Singer that pays him in meatballs? I'm pretty sure it is. I also... Th- I think it was. I feel like she was in everything in the 90s to be the sweet old grandma. And because this movie is really smart with his characters... It lets you know with Jeff Daniels being afraid of spiders right out the get-go because when they move into a farmhouse in the country because they're city folk, obviously there's going to be a spider. And one of the kids comes out saying there's a spider. And he's like, oh, great. We'll have your mother take care of it. So you instantly know he is not a fan of these things. Oh, yeah. Right right out of the gate, man, they set that up. Also, it and- was not originally written in the script, though. I read that. Oh, really? They, they added it later. Um, there was no mention. I think they were just calling it arachnophobia because it's a movie about spiders and people are usually scared. And it's going to give you arachnophobia or for the rest of your life. They named it after they came up with the idea of giving him that phobia. But all I got was basically that they it was never originally written for the character to be scared of spiders at the time. But it adds I, it adds so much. making it. Oh my god! Especially the final act. It it's. It, and I believe it. I believe he's scared of spiders in this. Oh, fully. Like, I saw myself in this character <laughs> 110%. But I would not make it to the very end. It's the second time Nate and Jeff Daniels have connected on such a personal level. It was this. It really is. And Dumb and Dumber. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I ate Taco Bell before we record this. He, this is actually an action podcast moment because there's a ticking time bomb that no one knows is when it's going to go off, Charlie. He always like makes sure the toilet flushes before he uses the bathroom. I, I always that's check a, for a bomb, true though. fear that he has. We well, always yeah, got that's actually bomb. a real one. <laughs> Thanks, Lethal Weapon Two. Thanks, Mel Gibson. 
Oh man. But even like they have a scene where he's in the barn to check out the the cobweb that his wife found. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you gotta check it out, you gotta check it out. And of course, he's going up the ladder to, to get a closer look, and one of the ladders breaks and he falls into a web. I'm like, Yep, that would be my luck. I'd go to investigate something and I would fall into my fear. Yeah. And they do this perfect moment to like give you more character development with him of him telling the story of when he was a kid and how he was a toddler. Like he was two or three years old. I think he says, and he saw a spider crawl up him on his leg and it paralyzed him with fear. And he's never been able to get over it since because that allowed him to not be able to uh, move his own body. So I have something to add to that. And while this didn't happen to me, it was a very good friend of mine growing up named Mycon. And Mycon took uh, karate or whatever it was. He was a black belt and all this stuff. Legit, not just some kid saying he was. Mycon really was. He had the same fear Jeff Daniel does in this movie. Even just messing with him, that there's a spider, he'd freak out. So one day I'm like, dude, what what happened? Can you tell me what was going on when this happened? He's like, man, one day when I was younger, we had the old shed out back, and I had to go get the tools out of it. Dad sent me out there. So I'm digging around in the tool shed trying to find whatever it was Dad had sent me out there for. And he goes, and I stopped for a second just to kind of look, and I felt scratching on my shoe, like, you know, two little fingers dragging across the toe of my shoe. It, That's when he found a toddler broke into his uh, shed. Now he has a toddler phobia. He looks, he says he looks down, and it is, the to him, the biggest spider he's ever seen. And all he ever remembers is seeing the two little mandibles digging at his <laughs> the top of his shoe where his toe is and he lost it he freaked out he would never go back into that tool shed again he swears up and down there were these two little marks on top of his shoe when he was that you know showing his dad that's why i'm not going back in there but to this day he is still terrified of spiders and even hearing that story and now watching this movie i'm like I could see how I, I could see how it would freak you out majorly. Especially this movie does the mandibles beautifully. Oh my god, it does. Because when you get to see them, you get to see them sink in. And not the just a little bit of blood. This movie is not heavy on blood or like gore effects typically. Not not a lot. No. Not till But it's a lot of use your imagination. Yeah. But when you do see the mandibles go in, it's like, oh, oh, that looks painful. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It, um, you, you feel the bite. You can imagine it, it yeah, does really good do. where you can imagine what that bite felt like. And it's fast. It's super fast when it does that. Um, and, and like it does make it out to where this spider is not accidentally biting you. Like, no, this spider is out for blood. It's got a taste for flesh and that's what it feeds on. Now. I love the standoff between Delbert and the spider on the deck. That's yes. when you get this moment of they're not they're not dumb animals that he would move to one side and it would follow him. 
And he would yeah, go to the other side. Like, it was like they were, you know. It was zigzagging, you know, and like he hits it with his own special concoction and it does nothing to it. And now he's getting frustrated. Yeah. Like, hey, you should be dead. Yeah, and he steps. That's when you get that that classic. He steps on it, lifts his foot up. And here's the, here's the comedy bit of it. He steps on it. They all reconvene back at the barn where the professor is. And he goes, oh, yeah, I just ran into one. And the professor goes, where is it? We need a specimen. He goes, I think some of it's still on my shoe. <laughs> Deadpan and lifts his foot up. And, you know, and then the doctor kills it by going, well, no, that doesn't work. That's not what I need. So it's like this comedy, boom, beat back into no this is a serious thing this is serious e- even down to when they suspect like i think the spider is in the barn and delbert john goon is just like oh, it's not that time of year it'd be too breezy for a spider to be in a barn yeah <laughs> i doubt the spider's in your barn he starts trying to talk to him while they're in the car and jeff daniels has to be like hey delbert how about we just get there faster now you know just this whole thing of you know delbert just like okay yeah. And he's like, I saw a web in my bar. And he's like, well, that would indicate a web presence would indicate a <laughs> Just this, you know, it was almost Bill Murray-ish hunting the, the, the groundhog. It was. It so much was. But not as goofy, though. It was this perfect blend. And, you know, you were talking about, you know, Steven Spielberg and John Goodman and stuff earlier. And John Goodman was everywhere. I, this he got this role because of a movie he did with Spielberg called always and which I've never heard. Oh my God, dude, it's Richard Dreyfuss and John Goodman. It's about, um, it's an airplane movie, but it's more of a kind of a love story between two people. And I'm trying to remember because it's been a long time since I've seen it. I know my mom loves that movie. I mean, it's one of her favorites and you know what? I've seen it. And for being, quote unquote a kind of a chick flick there's a lot of action in it because they're kind of like the firefighters they do the airplane thing about it and richard dreyfus i don't, I don't want to spoil it for you i think you should watch it well i will have to check but this anyway out, that was another reason why i want really wanted to watch this movie because i did, like you i liked john goodman and i knew he had done always you know with steven spielberg and so it, it just was even that more and then to see uh, this whole whole different side of you know john goodman in this movie you do, you know he's always been like the dad or you know some other character this was i'm just gonna take care of the spiders here let me go get my stuff you know we should uh rip, rip all this floor out well i don't want to do that he goes okay then we won't you know yeah <laughs> well why are the boards rotten uh bad wood i mean just this almost deadpan but comedy blended into it and i loved it man i it's it's what he did perfectly in Big Lebowski as Walter, though. That's true. That's very true. You know, yeah. <laughs> like well, we can say he didn't go Fred Flintstone in this. You know, the the yeah. the, the goofy co- cartoonish. You no, know, he is a perfect Fred. Flintstone. He really was. And Rick Moranis made a great great Barney. But oh. you know, this movie, the casting on everyone is fantastic. I love the sheriff in this movie. That's the other link of comedy. You know, they're like, well, if we find the spider, you will finally be able to arrest it. You know, just these digs. Uh, it reminded me, and this came first, but it reminded me of Lake Placid, where Bill Pullman and the sheriff were just constantly, like, doing this dry humor digs at each other the entire time. 
And, and I kind of feel like they were, again, they watched Arachnophobia and went, we can do that. We can, we oh, can yeah, get that definitely. level of comedy in this. Um, but yeah, no, dude, as much as I don't like spiders, I love this movie. Arachnophobia oh, is amazing. It blew my mind at how great it was. And I was so frustrated. Now I do have, maybe not a sequel, but I have not that this movie needs improvement, but I have one thing that could make this movie even more bet, even more like legendary, let's say. Okay. But okay. before I reveal that, Charlie, we should go to commercial. Oh, we should. You're right. Dang. Nate, Nate's telling me how to run the show tonight. I'm the one that's in control now. Oh. All right. Well, let's play the commercials. We'll be back following these messages. Just how drunk are we gonna get? Welcome to Good Beer Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen. Hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. New Spider Force Spider-Man and his incredible Spider Force web car. My spider sense tells me Wasp is in trouble. Spider Force figures come with insect droids that transform into radical battle armor. Spider Missile Swarm. The evil Tarantula puts on his insect armor. He'll make a nice foot ornament. There's never been anything like the Spider Force web car. Spider Force web car figures each sold separately. Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Welcome back. Spider-Man. 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 What else do I play during a spider movie, man? And it's your birthday, so I got you Spider-Man toys. You did. I, I really appreciate Spider-Man that. Spider-Man talked about how much I love Spider-Man on the Brain Scan episode. Spider-Man needed his spider car because, you know, superheroes needed cars. Oh, Especially. yeah. How else are you supposed to sell the accessory that they made too much of for another property that's right man you just slap different stickers on it and it'll be like it, it, it'll be do. wolverine's car next it'll be captain america's car after that you know that's that's how it rolled in the night we're gonna get so many heroes with cars all because of batman batman Toy executive takes another line of coke batman needed a car because he doesn't have superpowers and now all of a sudden all the other superheroes need superpower or supercars and batman standing there going 
what the hell, man? I I yep. need a car. They don't. Why why like, do they actually, get a car? Like Spider-Man has no need for a car, especially in New York. Unless there's no place to shoot the spider web. You got to I've always wondered that, but I guess like Brooklyn, New York, their crime rate must be pretty low so he doesn't have to worry about it. Wasn't that. it one of the the Tom Holland Spider-Mans that he rode on the top of a bus because it was going out of the city so he wouldn't have yeah. been able to web swing everywhere. So I was like yeah, I, was in one of I them. like that little in joke right there. I, I, I appreciated <laughs> that they they acknowledge he needs buildings to web shoot through, <laughs> not just the air. <laughs> His web isn't Mjolnir. He doesn't go fly and then he takes off. And he just goes. <laughs> <laughs> and like in the games, it's always like Central Park. Yeah. Like you're you're shooting the web onto the trees, but you don't have much to go off but, of. So whenever you're like crossing through central park you always gotta like be mindful if not you're just gonna be running that one first uh spider-man game the playstation one the the, the amazing one everyone still talks about to this oh, day that one's yeah. you still never see where the webbing goes when you're swinging across or down the street <laughs> yeah. it's that just, one you uh, never knew where the web was going <laughs> and like they had a reason for why the game was so foggy i remember there, that was like a story point yeah for why New York was covered in fog. Yeah, graphics. <laughs> that was the story point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, a fog has rolled over. It must be Mysterio. No, it's called... Oh, jeez. <laughs> we don't have enough computing power in a PlayStation 1 to visualize. Duck, duck. <laughs> I need to play that one again. That was always a fun one. I would like to play that one again. I never got to play part two. I remember that one had the lizard on the cover. Was that the, yeah? It was a lizard one, right. and then there was the Carnage Unleashed, where you got Carnage and Venom and everything. Uh, there the, the maximum, maximum carnage, carnage on Genesis, where because that had Green Jello. He was Green Jelly as the. Uh, it's like Carnage hugging the entire city, like over top of it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I remember mm-hmm. that now. That was like every kid's introduction to Carnage. Yeah. And then the I mean, that was the one for me. Where I was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" And then the cartoon. <laughs> so we got him in that. So yep. no, we we love that stuff. But well, that that everybody's like, well, "Come on, talk about the Spider movie." We are Spider Man. We We're are because don't worry. I don't know if the, if it should be in this movie, but let me paint you a picture. Paint me a picture, Nate. You have a phone. Uh, it rains. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. You see a cigarette bud getting put out onto the table. Mm. A cough. I told you guys, I'm out of the business, he says. I'm, I can't do it. But then they tell him, no, no, you don't understand, sir. More bodies are piling up, and they all have two fangs. Dun, dun. This perks the, the, listen, the, the man on the phone. It perks his attention, but you still don't see him. The shadow demand. And then the camera pans around, and he says, damn it. You got me for one more, and he hangs up, and you know you only see the the phone hanging up. Mm. Then the camera zooms out. It's Mike Brady. No, we're part Mike Brady back. Mike Brady is gonna come in and fight the Arachnids. Wow, I he's been out of retirement. You know he's done fighting crime. He's done fighting bugs, but this one has spiked his interest. This one's different. Actually, I changed it. Uh Uh-oh. A helicopter comes flying down and lands in his front yard, and it's blowing everything, and he's just like, what the hell's going on? And that's when he sees it's General. He's like, damn it, General, what are you doing here? I told you I was out. So Mike Brady gets the commando intro 
He does. <laughs> I'm retired now. I've got kids. I can't risk my life for my kids. You know, we could also, we should play around. We should see what works better with our test audiences. We could also have him rock climbing, and they find him while he's rock climbing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He rock climbs, and he gets to the top of the destination, and and there's General. The head of the EPA, the the General EPA, is standing up at the top with one more mission, Mike. I know you're on vacation. And that's when they tell him. And that's when he's like, Get doctors so and so, and they're like, "We did, but the spiders got to him." That's right. That's why we came to you. He gets to town. Delbert acts all weird and like, you know, uncomfortable around him. And it's- but that's the best part. It's now Mike Brady and Delbert. It's a buddy cop situation, right? But we're gonna find out that they were partners before, and Delbert got busted out of the EPA. And so that's why he is just an exterminator of bugs. And it was all and that's this... why he has his own secret recipe. Yes. When he was in the EPA, he kept changing. Like, you know, he was experimenting all the and time. And that's what Mike busted him out for. it. And so now he has to realize that that's the only thing that's going to save him from the spider invasion, which is one thing missing from this movie. Nate, there is no egg sack or spider left at the end for us to see no what's great though is this movie being very (laughs) realistic is when they start to map out where all the deaths are on the actual map they realize it is in the dead center is jeff daniel's house yeah so it's not like this thing is really like spreading too far it's in a contained area and this isn't going like gremlins where they are well, all throughout the local neighborhood yeah. and causing havoc. There, there's only one thing, and my guess is it's an it's an editing. But it, damn it, if it doesn't seem like these eggs hatched really fast. But I had to start thinking a little bit more because the the old lady when she meets Jeff Daniels, we're getting the 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 images of the spiders, and it's kind of all happening at the same time. You know, when the two spiders meet up and make the super spiders that she makes a comment going, well, we should have your party in like a month when it's cooler at night and all this stuff. And it literally cuts from there being a spider sack at the top of the steps when they take the picture of it and he falls to the party. But there's zero mention that, or even you don't even realize that much time has passed in the movie. I think you just kind of have to infer that it's been like a month, and now the egg the egg sack is getting ready to hatch. Yeah, because I mean he's getting more settled into the town. You notice like they're they're unpacked. Yeah. He's now starting to do reno- renovations. There's just there's you know? just nothing that like I guess we're just used to them kind of being like, oh okay, it's now thirty days later. They literally just it just kind of goes from spiders meet egg sack. Now they're hatching, and it just seems like yeah. overnight. And you're like, it doesn't seem right. I don't know who made the spider egg sack in this movie, but they're an asshole. Oh, it's great, man. Both of them. Oh, the one God. in the barn looks amazing, but the one in the basement, man. And it's literally what they do. You will find a white sack that's pulsating. And I'll be damned if this thing ain't. Like a heart. Yeah, it's pulsating. And it's gross. And it's huge. It's so big. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's believable, though. This Big Bob isn't like a giant spider that, you know, Jeff Daniels is fighting its leg. He's fighting the spider. 
and it's a little overpowered. It, it does catch on fire. <laughs> it does. It's a little OP. Yeah. But <laughs> it's one of those, like, it's funny, but it's also terrifying. Yeah, that's that perfect once. blend. Because now you're like, oh, God, now the spider has fire powers. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really does. It's It's superhuman for some reason. It's not even human, but it's superhuman. I don't know. Spider-Man, whatever. <laughs> and before we even get to that, we get like the invasion of the spiders into the house where they're chasing everyone through. But even before that, the spiders in the bathroom in the shower scene, you think you're going to get this classic monster movie scene with the girl in the shower. I thought we were going to get Psycho. Yeah. And that, I think that's where they're really trying to weigh heavy on the, the Hitchcock kind of feel to the movie. But we get that whole scene where she's in the shower, very tricky camera angles. I'll give them credit on that one. But you're they do a really great job you're watching what they do for their rating. The spider fall into her hair, down her body with the soap. So she doesn't realize till it gets down so far. And Ugh. she yeah, Nate's literally can't sit still right now. All the same time, her dad's sitting on the toilet, and there's a spider under the toilet. And it's, you know, Nate's other fear that's that's not a that's, bomb, that's yeah, a spider. Yeah. Spider toilet. Uh, that's what this movie does so well, though, what I was talking about earlier, of just messing yeah, with you. it does. Because you're like, all right, are both of them going to eat it? Yeah. Only one of them? Is the dad like, going to get spider bit on happen? the butt? You know, yeah. is she going to die in the shower? You know, they're, they're both at their most vulnerable being That's naked. the trick. <laughs> Those are your two most vulnerable times in your own house, in the bathroom, taking a shower, it's using the a bathroom. time you don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. Like you just. And they play off that. Oh. And it's brilliant. I love how they do it. And then we get it. They, they throw a, a, an, like an invasion kind of thing in the other scene with the house when all of the spiders pour out of the sink when they're trapped in the bathroom, out the faucet, out the drain holes. You want to talk about a scene <laughs> that just made me go, I am done. I am over all this. It's all of them crawling out of that sink. And then when they open up the door and they're all just dangling off their way. I called them the, the paratroopers that they just dropped yes. from the ceiling. And they're like, what's up? Let's go, bro. Let's dance. <laughs> the soldiers have been sent in. This whole finale was nightmare fuel for me. It is. It honestly, it is, man. It, it, if you literally can't stand spiders, don't don't watch this movie because they mess with you hard. And you only get probably the only CGI shot in the whole movie is when they show the house from a distance outside. Oh yeah, yeah. And you just see all the spiders crawling, but it's it's so far of a shot that it works really well. Yeah, to give you the illusion that this house has been infested. And my guess is it's probably not and even. Delbert comes in dual wielding. He dual wields. He got his own blend out of. He got in the truck, and this stuff is like melting. There's steam coming yeah. off of it when he shoots it on the walls. <laughs> and I was waiting for the spiders to explode, but they just kind of melt. And he just goes ham. It's the hero moment. I love it. Yeah, he gets his moment. And he goes through the house, saves everyone. And I swear, you know, like you said, when I watched it for the first time in a long time, I was like, this is the moment where he dies. I think he like gets bit or something or they swarm him. No, he makes it through. He he yeah. totally makes it out of the totally house. Totally shocked. Yeah. 
<laughs> Jeff Daniels falls through the floor, i.e. we get the throwback to the floors are rotted. So he lands in the basement and he thinks he's only fighting the queen. That's all they really think they're up against. Yeah, if this was aliens in a basement. Yes, it was. <laughs> Crawling across the pipes, attacking him, like hiding just out of view. Using the shadows to its advantage. This spider was out for blood oh. and it's super smart. I hate it. Yeah. He's swinging a shovel. Um, you know, it, 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 and it's how many times have you chased like a fly in your house or a wasp? And it like it somehow you it's like it knows where to hide. It's like, ah, yeah, it knows like, ah, I have been in this house. I have a detailed yeah. map and everything. This guy's planned it. I'm behind the curtain. Oh, there's a little nook that you'll never get me with that fly swatter. Ha ha ha. You can't use fire in the house, you dumb bastard. And, you know, it's just. <laughs> this is now my property. Yeah. So you, you, you kind of, again, you feel like. That, that that's me how do you hit something that you can't really see in a dark basement and then he takes out the queen and it's it's amazing and now we're like oh yeah bob bob's running around not bad bob from house buzz cemetery which i'm no no not that not that bob. I, I need i need to say something about that bob doesn't need to be in 4k damn it that 4k <laughs> of that movie's coming out and i swear i got on that post and I said, we don't need it. And I think my comment is probably the most liked comment on that post. I have an army of people that hate Bob. Seriously. Well, what happened was just because you can make it happen doesn't mean you should make it happen. That movie doesn't need to be in 4K. I'm they just didn't stop it. to ask themselves why. <laughs> you crazy bastards. Why? Why <laughs> did you put Bob in 4K? No redub it and i'll be okay but i'm no i'm never going to be behind that but i i I want bob commentary on the 4k if not i'm not i need to go back and check my comments and see if this is where one of the people got stabbed god man and oh god it's just it's nails on a chalkboard to me i'll watch arachnophobia in a crawl space put it on my phone (laughs) no lights just me in shorts and a tank top I will watch Arachnophobia before I watch Bob again. I will say that now. <laughs> Period. Never again. Oh, I just it, you we it, it got brought up. I had to bring that out. It, you had to bring it, it just, up. You saw the post. House by Cemetery. You, Get a you, 4K release. You saw the post. You commented. Promotion you, for you commented on it. I know. I, I'm doing. Yeah. Release the Bob cut. Uh, no. Please don't release the Bob cut. <laughs> Nate has to go in and start shit. I'm trying to stop a revolution, and he's starting a revolution. I was trying to start. You know, there's there's dozens of us. Nate's printing flyers. Um, <laughs> the Bob verse. Un- uh, release the Bob verse. <laughs> release the Bob cut. Uh, Turns out Bob is in all the Fulci movies. Oh God, no! God, no! Can you imagine Bob showing up in Conquest? And then the naked lady with the spider, she talked to me. Not spider. This ah, they're naked. God, no. All right, everyone's tuned out now. They're like, they're not even talking about arachnophobia anymore. <laughs> I want to put, okay, so I want to point something else out. And this is where I wish we had Pete with this. But uh, champagne and wine is not flammable at all. Not even a little bit. They don't, it's not. They don't have enough alcohol content in them. Yeah, you know what? Pete would be the expert in this. Pete would be. Now, if he had a whiskey. He'd be able to tell us which alcohol we need 
to use. Well, I tell you, you you would need a spirit, which would be like a whiskey or something, you know, that's very high alcohol, you know, moonshine, not even beer. Beer's not, you know, uh, flammable because there's not enough alcohol content versus all the other like water and other this things and juice. Um, so if I'm going to ding this movie on anything, it's that I'm calling bullshit on the flammable champagne. Uh, we do get another great comedy moment, though, of when he's like throwing the bottles at Bob. Yeah. And then he grabs the Chateau bottle and goes, oh, not the Chateau. Yeah. And puts it above down. all, <laughs> above my own life, not the Chateau and set it. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't. I would never. He's pinned under a shelf and a giant spider's attacking him. And I read that uh, because the Bob uh, spider's animatronic, that whole scene, he had to purposely miss the spider because it was like the only one they had and it was really expensive. Like, don't break this RC car spider because it costs a lot of money. Yeah. And Mr. Spielberg's going to be very upset at you, Mr. Daniels. So when you see him throwing the bottles and they're landing like two feet away, that's because he had to. You know, you're not like, oh, you're a terrible shot. No, I actually think he's pretty good. He was not hitting Bob on purpose. Um, and yeah, I, this. I will give it credit right back, which kind of negates my negative my negativity to it. Is you can shoot that kind of fastener gun with no air, no nothing. It's just a it's a. a, a I was wondering about that because of that being an old school nail gun. It's well, what it, I was like. Do the rules apply here? Yeah, it's not like the nail gun we're used to seeing that's hooked up to an air compressor and they're framing. It's a uh, con- normally used for concrete concrete fastener. So it uses like a little 22 shell blank that shoots gunpowder and it drives a a a, a, a rod and it drives no it into that concrete. thing was destroying the floorboards and going Oh yeah, them. it's when you've used one He's using way too much power. Now there are that's an older one, but there are safeties to where you really got to like push down on it to engage it. You can't really hold it by hand. You can, don't ask me why. I know you can, but I don't advise it. It hurts. Um, but I'll give it that. I liked that They went that route instead of always the nail gun, the framing gun that's supposed to be hooked up to air, never hooked up to air or they, ne- and it always works without being pressed and up. It, against it something. always looking works, at you. Krampus yeah, always works without the safety engaged. And I'm like, I hate that. I hate that. Even lethal weapon did it better with the cordless one yet. They never pulled the safety thing back. That keeps you from shooting it. That's that's my rant. That's it. but they did good. Now, I, give I was it wondering as I was watching. I'm like, man, this thing is heavy duty, and it's like a pistol, like shotgun combo. Basically, he's like cocking it back, you know. And he shoots flaming Bob into the nest, and the nest catches fire, which is glorious. Oh, it's ooey it's gooey. What a fantastic final kill! It's it, it's what we love. With I even yelled out ooey gooey, and Jackie's like, yeah, we finally got ooey gooey. You know, because like you said, there's not a lot of blood in this. There's not a lot of gore. What we get are those really weird, like deaths, like the spider coming out of the dude's nose, the the mortician sitting there eating their popcorn. Ugh. Dude, the handful of Terrifying. the handful of popcorn with the spider in it. You know, when they're eating, watching Wheel of Fortune. Did you know that's Mimi from Drew Carey Show? Is his wife on that? No way. That's Mimi. Like. She kind of has the makeup on, but not like she used to do on Drew Carey. That is Mimi. Um, But yeah, when they walk in there and they're already dead and that that spider comes crawling out the nose, you're just like, no, no. I don't want little things crawling in me after I'm dead. That's why cremation. 
cremation cremation i don't want my body rotting i want cremated and i want put in pringles that's what i want <laughs> i want to be put in an air cannon and launched with t-shirts <laughs> the give me back my action movie podcast t-shirts and poof, there goes charlie with <laughs> shirts real dusty why did they put chocolate quick with this one <laughs> i didn't bring milk <laughs> Ooh. i didn't know milk was an option oh and, and you know and again i'm waiting for that quintessential the movie's ending. They move back to the city, as I, as one would. I don't blame them one bit. I, I would have. And no shot of a spider being left behind or an egg sack. I was so anything. thankful that we didn't get, like, there was that one that outlived everything. Because you know what? Delbert is good at what he does. Well, and they, again, the movie does really well to set it up. This first batch of babies were the drones. They had no reprodu- reproductive organs, and they didn't live very long. They established that. Yeah, they had a very small lifespan. Life expectancy. Yeah. So and like they did good. That's what's great about this movie. Like it, it sets everything up perfectly to where even if there was a survivor, it's going to die in two days. Right. So it's one of those things of we killed the ones that can reproduce, wait the others out. Basically, you know, Everybody check everything or go go out of town for a day or two and, you know, the spiders will die and then we'll clean up later. Kind of what was at the end of Deadly Spawn where it was like they were just everyone's going around. Yeah, like, everyone's going through and just like taking care of killing it. Killing the leftovers and picking them up and putting them in bags and burning them. <laughs> That's kind of what I imagine at the end of this one. So it, it's a nice, tidy, wrap it up with a bow kind of movie. And it works. And it. it I really, really enjoy this movie a lot. It It is the right amount of creep. It's the right amount of comedy. It's the right amount of tension. And it. I wish other movies could do this. You know, I, I think horror movies could still have gore, but still use this as a template to go, you can still make a really good movie and still be bloody and rated R, but really entertain the audience. Yeah, and like I think a lot of that is due to the writers because we have a team that made Death Wish three, which we need to eventually do. <laughs> uh, I, John Carpenter's Vampires, Life Force. Um, if I remember right, Death Wish three is very rapey. So is that the rapey? They're all rapey, but like, yeah, this one is it three or four? That's like an all-out war on the streets by the end of. I it. have to rewatch them. I know I have one of them that was in a collection, and whoo. That was rapey. That was the one where I think it's three, the one with his daughter and everything. Well, it's like each movie, someone in his family gets screwed over badly. Yeah, they they all start that, but this one goes. The man has the worst luck ever. It's either his yeah. wife, then his girlfriend, then his daughter, then it's like his daughter's daughter yeah, or something. It, it, I don't it, know. It, it's it's I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll do like a a, a death wish like over like an overarching and then we could do that. then we can talk about bruce willis's too because i don't think that movie really needs an entire episode but i didn't hate it you know what i mean like i wanted more from it I'd, i wanted more but i felt like with what they could do now you can't make death wish you can't make death wish three now you can't do that no. anymore <laughs> so you know there's some properties that we can't do anymore you know but arachnophobia 
you could do it, but it doesn't. This is one of those few that's like, you don't need to do this one again. It nailed it. No, like this one really did an excellent job at what it was doing. Yeah. I mean, totally nailed it. it it's a 100% enjoyable movie. And if you like Nate, I mean, honestly, Nate, this is the scariest of scary movies for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, of all the movies that I have watched for the podcast on my own personal time, yeah. the French extreme movies that I enjoy, mm-hmm. Arachnophobia it does it for me. Like, this is terrifying. Yeah. Now, I, and we know there are movies that you've seen that you're like, that is disgusting, that is gross. And I know yeah, that... Yeah, there's disgusting or there's, like, stuff in movies where, like, that makes me uncomfortable. Or, like, right. oh, yeah, that is, like, a fear of mine. Yeah. But as far as, like, a movie that legit is scary to me, it's this movie. Yeah. Because what's to stop some African crazy spider from being in my crawl space? Right. I mean, apparently this movie, it happens all the time. Someone wrote about it. It happens. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, uh, I think we should talk about the Raining Bloods. What do you think? Let's do it. So as normal with my due diligence with doing the the kill counts and things, usually the first place I go is YouTube. There's a lot of good channels that do a lot of good videos there. Uh, Dead Meat usually does it. They they've got like years of doing this, and so I found Arachnophobia, and I saw sometimes I if I don't have time to watch the whole video, I skip. You know, at the end there's the kit, there's the end, and it said twenty something, and I'm like, no, 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 no. There's not twenty something. Yeah, so I scroll no. back through, realizing they're counting spiders, and I'm like, "No, no, we're not counting spiders. We're not on counting this spiders. We're not counting the bird that got bit at the beginning. Shenanigans, no." So I did go back through and count myself, and I have come up with seven. So the raining blood, which is that's sizable, and I mean it comes fast. Too. It does. Like the pacing of each death is really well done. They're, uh, and they're all characters that you're not like attached to, but you feel they're established. They, they are yeah, an established character, sympathetic towards them. Yes, it um, it does it does really good. I don't I don't like to say world building, but we understand the dynamic of the of the town, um, and we kind of get the hierarchy of the people in the town, so it, it works, um. So yeah, I mean, seven people that, that you know, and that's including the photographer that dies at the beginning and the professor. But I mean, there's still five other people in the town that die. Um, so yeah, pretty simple, straightforward. I'm not counting the spiders, you know, even though Big Bob's death is pretty amazing. So it's it's, it's impressive. Let's uh, let's do a difficult one. Let's let's talk about our kill of the week. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week. So spider kill of the week. This is a little different. So yeah, this is. Um, do we do? Or does it matter? Does it have to be someone that the spider killed, or is it? Could it be our favorite kill of a spider? I think we could do favorite kill of a spider. Okay, because you know I agree because I'm not happy with anyone that dies in this movie. Yeah, like I, 
I, I'd say one of the ones that terrifies me the most is just the kid at football practice because he's just got his helmet on. I say so that means that thing is crawling on his head. I, I say that one or the popcorn is the most ooey, but the most yeah. shot, like the one that's the the true jump scare is when the professor falls from the top of the the barn and he's wrapped yeah. up in all the stuff. When damn, they got him too. Yeah, Delbert's like, damn, they got the professor. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, favorite spider kill. I'm I'm going with Delbert with his standoff on the one with the deck, and then he steps on it. Uh, it's the it's the gooeyest, it's the ooeyest, and I love the big Bob kill, but I think it's the lead up. It's it's the back and forth that the spiders literally standing off with John Goodman. Um, it's one of my favorites in this. Uh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. That one's going to be mine as well. Fantastic because match. It, it's great. Like, as much as I love him dual wielding and going ham on all the spiders outside the house, yeah. they're they're great. It's a lot of fun. It's just that impact of, like, that spider toying with him and then him just, like, finally, like, ah, screw it. I'm going to step on it right. instead. And I like that there's a moment, too, before that where they, they find the spider in the house and it's sitting on the table and it's staring the one like assistant professor down like he can't move because it's looking at him and yeah. he has to get jeff daniels to lunge towards the spider to get its attention and then he can capture it that's tense that whole oh, scene hated is it. tense um but they play it up even more that the spider is looking in your soul it's planning something to eat. Yeah, like it knows you. it's going to attack, and it's just biting you to bite you. That's what's so terrifying <laughs> about this. They're not biting you to like eat. They're not biting you in defense to or, like protect yeah. themselves or anything like that. No, like these things are just out to bite. Yeah, chewing at your shoe, Nate. Chewing at your shoe. Uh, all right, brother. Well, I think it's time we rate this bad boy. What do you think? I say we rate it. You gotta go first, sir. <laughs> So, this is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait to creep my kids out with this movie because it's that level of a movie that... Oh, it's a fantastic movie to traumatize a child. So, this is not one you start your kid on. You start your kid on movies like Frighteners or Gremlins or Beetlejuice. But when they start feeling comfortable where they're like, ah, that doesn't scare me anymore, Dad. I can handle something a little bit more. You go, <laughs> yeah, okay. This one's only PG-13. Oh, I got one for yeah, you. Yeah, but we're going to watch Arachnophobia. It's about spiders. Oh, psh, Dad. And then they get done watching this going, can I sleep in your bed tonight? Can, can I need a flashlight. I can't look under my bed. You know, can we spray bomb the house before I go to sleep? That kind of fear inducing level of this movie and i love it um i'm, I'm gonna kind of go high man i'm giving this an eight um Oof. It, it's it's well written well acted a decent kill count i believe this movie they don't go over the top with it it never goes to a point where it's unbelievable and it works and it holds up like you said it it's almost a timeless movie i, I can watch it it's 2022 right now and it's what, thirty plus years old, thirty-two ish years. Thirty-two years old. Yeah. So um, it's held up, man, and I'm giving it eight machetes. 
What about what nice. about you, brother? Birthday boy. Ah, uh, because of this movie <laughs> and the effect it has on me, and just how frustrated it was at how good it was. Mm-hmm. And that's like I I don't see me watching it again. It's not a slate against the movie at all because it, it did its job. It did what it was supposed to do for a person like me. Right. I gotta give it a nine. So I I was really blown away by this movie. I kind of figured I because you can't ding it for what it did to you because this is why no, we watch. That's not a reason at yeah. all to like dislike this movie at all. It was just of how gracefully it has aged there was not a moment of me being like bored looking at my phone or anything like that like no i was it really just sold me on the characters the town and caring for everything like it's one of those things like frank marshall has not directed much and i wish he would i wish he would have you know this is this is but this is also still kind of like one of those lightning in a bottle movies like everything just worked and come together with the right casting, the right timing. Excellent casting all um, around. Fantastic script. And, and I mean, how often do we as horror fans in the community always complain about nothing scares us anymore? Nothing really affects us. We, we're now just, oh, that kill was really awesome. Is the movie good? Nah, but the kill is fantastic, and that's what I watched the movie for. You know, this one is kind of the opposite. Even though there's some pretty spectacular kills for what the movie is and what it's trying to do the movie is just well done and it i think that's the thing that a lot of people forget is sometimes you can just make a really good movie yeah that happens to fall into a certain category you know and this one goes across horror and comedy seamlessly it's, it's like they literally say it in the trailer. It's a thrillomedy, you know, a thriller yeah. slash comedy. They don't even say horror. They weren't going nah. for horror, but it works because it goes on on a fear. Probably one of the most, I, don't, I hate to say popular, but one of the most well-known fears. Oh, easily the most known phobia. Like, right. they're not going to make a movie about roller coasters, my other phobia. I don't know. I saw uh, Final Destination. Did it work now? Well, I'd say Final Destination 3 really did mess with me as well. But, I but... mean, we get the movies like, I mean, they this, and again, it's a it's a Hitchcock. You know, there's there's Vertigo, you know. Yep. You have those type of, you know, the agoraphobia and stuff like that. And like we were talking about, this one really kind of, the good horror movies get you when you're the most vulnerable. And that's where it really connects with its audience is, can I scare you when you're at your most vulnerable? Can I, can I crack that shell? And this one does. That's what makes a really good horror movie separate from the pack Mm -hmm. is when it's just like, you can put yourself in those shoes. You put me in the shoes in like Friday the 13th. Yeah. I'm not going to make it. I get it. No, but, but, the like, like like the first there's nothing about that that's really gonna like no what they did get underneath my skin the first one and maybe the second one was the the campfire story that's where they're trying to get you at everyone you know about that time had been to camp and they'd always heard the campfire stories e- yeah, even something to kind of creep you out before you go to bed yeah, the the nightmare on elm streets the first one in your most helpless is when you're asleep and in your dream where you have Terrifying. no control um, and the problem is those movies got away from that. They're still fun to watch, but to 
that's why the first one's considered the scariest. Well, that's why the first one's such a great horror yeah. movie. You know, it, it, Michael Myers, we have no idea what's driving him. We, yeah, we, he's just killing. It's the other movies. And that's the yeah. thing, like, a lot of the times when we're watching these kind of movies now, we have the knowledge of two through ninety. Yeah, now all of a sudden Michael Myers is her brother. In the first movie. Now all of a sudden yeah. Michael Myers is being controlled by an evil cult. Yeah, stupid thorn cult. Yeah. But, like, if you think about something that came out in the 70s, it's just a guy wearing a mask stabbing people at random. And it's terrifying. The original Alien movie, an entire ship of people up against an unknown creature from the facehugger part of it is terrifying, which they play up really well in this movie, to they are fighting one alien and losing. And then the rest of the movies, while Alien 2 is also a perfect movie, they're taking out these aliens that were decimating everyone in the first one with a machine gun. You know, they yeah. has it's not able to drive the impact of I am the thing you should fear. They tried it again. Well, I've always said aliens an excellent horror movie. Aliens is an excellent Oh, thriller. 100%. But you can tell that they tried to go back like in Alien 3 where they brought back the singular alien yep. hunting them down because they didn't have the weapons and it just it didn't quite work. I still watch Alien Three. I'm not. A, I'll watch any Alien movie except for. I need to see that like director's cut that came out. It's, what, it's over a decade yeah, ago. It's, but, it's good. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's that's what this movie was able to do, and be that whether it was Spielberg or Marshall or you know whatever the writers were that did this movie, it worked. It's all the pieces fell properly, right. Like they needed to for this. And Jeff Daniel sold it. John Goodman was gold in this. Every character could have easily been a caricature caricature of a character. You know, that happens in horror movies. Oh, that guy's obviously the coroner. Oh, this guy's the inept sheriff. All this other stuff. No, I end up caring about these guys. Yeah, the sheriff's a bit of a dingbat, but I, I don't want to see him die in this. The The yeah. doctor that screwed Jeff Daniels over has a good reason for what he did. I don't want to see him die in this movie, but he's gonna, you know, it just works, man. I know it's kind of repeating a little bit, but that's the impact this movie has on me. It's, no, it, it's it totally drives different. The, the impact home. Right. And as much as we're gushing about this movie, Nate had the un, untasteful job of finding a trash opinion. I'm the trash Dirty man. job. I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's going to be a disaster. All right, Nate. Well, today's trash man is Feast Mode, who gave this movie a 3 out of 10 and called it another crappy old movie. <laughs> I remember liking this when I was a kid. I still like spiders. Decided to give it another viewing. Unfortunately, it is just another crappy old movie filled with OMA old movie attributes lots of stupid stuff barely scary and only occasionally funny about three viewings on may 2nd 2020 wow you know man had no reasons he didn't get it sometimes it just goes over people's head man and who that's who, all happened who knows there. how old he is he said as a kid but he could have been five when he watched it i don't know some people just don't have refined taste, you know, not and not the, the chateau this has old movie attributes like you're just talking. 
Big words. You just be talking. He had to. You, you you felt so clever. You're like, I'm gonna drop OMA. OMA is gonna become a thing. Watch this. After I post this review, everyone's gonna start saying OMA. Not even a little bit. I'm glad. I'm nope. glad he told me what it was because I had no clue what OMA was. <laughs> but nope. Overall, highly recommended on our end. Again, we just give a number to let you know how much we like it. Not that we're critics <laughs> or reviewers or. We just tell you how much we love these things, and Nate's dying. There he goes. Holy shit. All right there, old man. Yeah. Old man Nate almost died. Get you a drink of water. But no, so this one, go watch it. If you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again. If you've never seen it, Yeah, I feel like this is one of those that people have not watched in a while. Mm. I don't think it's streaming on anything, but I rented it for four bucks. I tried. To go and find an actual physical copy of it and could not. Yeah, uh, and I like to do the thing where I go around and hunt stuff that way I get out of the house and not just order it online. Why are you digging at me? I was kind of amazed I couldn't find Why'd it. Why'd you look directly at me when you said that? I, I, I wasn't. You were looking directly at me when you said that. You took it like that then. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> guilty. Um, no, I rented it too because, uh, A, I wasn't going to pay $18 to buy the digital version of it. I was right? like, what the heck? Um, but four bucks to rent it totally. I wish it was streaming. It. Um, yeah, it's one of those. If I ever found the VHS, I'd probably buy it. Um, fun fact. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be actively hunting down the VHS. Uh, now. fun fact. The, uh, poster was originally supposed to have a spider coming down in front of the moon. And the first, uh, couple of releases of the poster had it, but then, Later, the poster had it removed, and the VHS had it removed. It wasn't until the DVD release that they put the spider back on. Weird, yeah. really. Yep. So there's, there's. I wonder why. There's always, there's like, I, I, I remembered seeing a spider like drop down from the center right into the moon. Yeah. And then I was looking at some of the movie poster things, and I was like, and it, there, there's a trivia about it that said that whatever reason they removed it i'm like the movie's called arachnophobia i think people understand there's spiders in the movie um <laughs> no clue no clue and it's not like you're trying to like, i could understand if the spider was you know the size of a house and you didn't want to give that away or something but no it's yeah but no they don't it's just a normal spider but all right brother well uh we just had an eventful weekend i guess we should talk about that for a second i was gonna say we have to close out saying thank you to everyone that we got to meet at RobCon. Absolutely. Nate actually came down here. Nate was in my neck of the woods. I got to hang out with Charlie. We got to have a delightful dinner at a local Italian restaurant. Yep. Took him to Milano's. Fantastic Italian food. Um, Great. Lovely waitress. Oh, she was fantastic. Yeah, she was fantastic. We have a story. Way too long to get into, but she was, she yep. was great. Um, yeah, so kind of Nate got to see a little bit. We were very busy at the con, so it wasn't a lot of sightseeing we could do. Uh, Nate did realize though, when he makes a trip down here to plan his bathroom breaks on the road, yeah, there was a good 45 minutes where I could not find a gas station to take a piss at, <laughs> and my bladder was going to explode. <laughs> I tried to tell him, man, we got woods, you're in the woods, man. Welcome to the country. <laughs> But no, we had a, we had a fantastic weekend. We had uh, mostly everyone representative at the podcast for the network. Yeah, we at least had a, a sprinkle of almost everyone. Almost, I really wish just Jeff or Flynn could have made it down. Um, but we had everyone. Uh, we, you know, we had a banner and everything up. We had uh, plenty of promo stuff. So we're getting the word out. It was it was a fun. 
kind of live thing. Uh, you and Jimmy and Sludge did a panel about starting a podcast. Yeah, um, we got to talk to people about what it takes to kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, uh, you know, it's always, it's, I remember when we started trying to figure out, like, what the crap do I do? It's nice to know that there's people out there that, that we talked about a little bit that's not gatekeeping it, where it's like, here's what you do, blah, 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 blah. And, you know. And I want everyone to be successful. Anything 100%. So, so we had a really good time. Nate and I got to go see Fright Night in the theater uh, with Amanda Beers. With how Amy. amazing it was to have Amy in the audience and then get to talk to her afterwards during the Q&A. Yeah, so we we did. We were the roadies. So we set up the stuff. So we got to talk to her. And then my buddy David was uh, basically her handler, you know, so she'd have someone there to help her at her table and stuff. He's at the movie with her sitting next to her and he pulls me to the side afterwards and goes, I had the best seat in the house. And I'm like, we're all in the same theater, dude. What do you mean? He goes, I had basically a commentary of the movie sitting next to Amanda and she would poke me and tell me different things about the movie. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah Cause she was not supposed to be there on Friday when the movie was showing. Then she found out it was showing and booked an earlier flight and then had to drive. Yeah. She, she uh. drove the, her flight got canceled. So she had to, find a different flight to get to another area, then rented a car to get to our show because she hadn't seen the movie in 35 years in a theater. And she wanted to experience that again. And it was, yeah, she was a fantastic guest. Look, if you ever have, it was the, a, yeah. If you ever have fantastic the fantastic evening, uh, I have not seen fright night in probably 12 years. I remember showing it to an ex and that's probably the last time I had seen it. He quit sullying so, these like, movies like that. Nate, what's wrong with Ah, no, I still love this yeah. movie. <laughs> so it was just a fantastic time and then as i was watching i was like oh yeah they did remake this and i have not seen the remake yeah and as i was like looking up the cast it's got a phenomenal cast so i have to watch this yeah. so yeah we met nate and i were talking about that a little bit and i also I, it always still catches me off guard when i watch this movie and I, I realize how much it's funny we were talking about arachnophobia how much comedy is in the original fright night there's quite a bit of parts where you're laughing out loud. I mean, it's great. Everyone's it's laughing in the theater, movie. you know, at the right points. And Amanda just ate it up. So she was a fantastic guest. You know, we had we had Wolfie from uh, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, my cousin Jimmy's co-host. It was nice to meet him finally. So we got a lot of face-to-face with him. Uh, got to meet Jake the Snake. Um, you know, a lot of great guests, uh, a lot of fun. So we may, you may see us promote being at other shows we we think we may not all the time but we may try to get more shows under our belt where we go out and promote the podcast so hopefully you'll come out and see us who knows what the workshop's gotten handy that's right all right everybody well thank you so much for come listening in on nate's horror birthday pick um even though it wasn't as therapeutic as he hoped but you know it was nope. still a fun movie and please do not forget to go check out all the other shows on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network. We have Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, our very own Pete over there, Monster Movie Stomp Down with Sludge, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling with Jimmy and Jared. Uh, uh, I Know You Hear Me with Flynn Hendricks, and they have now taken Tales from the Haunt and put it all on one channel now. So subscribe to one, you get two. Kind of like what we do here with the action and horror. 
Um, they're going to have weekly content coming out to um, for their interviews. So you'll have the haunt, the scare actors, and then the normal interviews. So looking forward to see how that works out for those guys. And oh, uh, I don't know when it's going to come out, whether it's before this or after this. There will be a special video because we had two hooligans take over RobCon over the weekend. Fr- Stompy and Frank make their return to the podcast, taking over and RobCon. They made their first con appearance, first live appearance. Nate got to meet Stompy and Frank. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, it is our resident monster movie fanatics who are also monster themselves. Please go check out all our socials. You'll find them. I don't want to spoil anything if you don't know who uh, Stompy and Frank are. But uh, a lot of fun seeing those guys at the show as well. And uh, I don't I don't know, Nate, you you good friends with Stompy now? You know? No. No. You don't like, you don't like him? <laughs> He's no. kind of a jerk. Stompy's kind of a turd. <laughs> I use that word. Appropriately. appropriately yeah everybody will get that joke later when the when the video comes out so all right brother you want to get us out of here with the good word the birthday word the bird is the word what do you got i still hate spiders now let's talk about how i get back home All right, so now picture this. Uh Uh-oh. You're in the front yard. It's all nice and green. The sprinklers are going. I'm there. I can feel it. It's the front yard of the White House. The president is standing there. You see a cobweb come down and a little spider land on the shoulder. But as it lands on the shoulder, you see a hand come crashing down, slapping it. The camera pans out. It's Mike Brady. He just saved the president's life with his bare hands. <laughs> Amen. I am in for the Mike Brady saga. I can't wait. Listen up, Hollywood. We know what we're doing. Get me Mike Brady, damn Get it. Get me Mike Brady.